Welcome everyone to the X Factor Files podcast. I'm Daryl. I'm Philip. Oh wow, we're back to X Factor finally after like nine months. After so long, yes. Um, it's been a while, and in the interceding months, I read most of the series, and I'm almost done with it. But I'm like, no, I need to wait and review when it comes to these issues. Yeah, I had to. Yes. Um, so uh, maybe we should update on what we've been doing recently. The 1993 annuals. Yeah. I mean, what a journey. We had some fun guests on. We did. Um, had a lot of fun with some of the new characters. Yeah. The ones that we liked. <laughs> the ones that we liked. And the Venn diagram of ones that we liked and ones that stuck around, I think is just one. <laughs> And it's unfortunate. Yes. Phantom, Nocturne, they deserve better. Yeah. Oh, what was her name from Doctor Strange? Kukulin. No, that's Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's right, with Shamrock. What a queen. Yes. All those ghosts. Oh, um, no. <laughs> there, there's a big distraction across the room. It's Asta. And she found the gigantic bucket of hay that I overstuffed and is very sleepy, but has her paws up on the side of it and it just pulled out a huge amount of hay that barely fit into her mouth. Yes, it's she always tries to role model relaxing for us, but both of us have anxiety. So like <laughs> and she, the Sunday scaries, she's successful like 15 percent of the time, I'd say. But she popped up for the hay and as she chewed she just got lower and lower and lower because she's sleepy yeah her eyes just slowly close more yes uh, anyway the so what have you been reading that you've been enjoying in terms of comics whatever i uh, recently maybe not recently um did the reread of watership down just in time for the graphic novel to come out Fun fact, we each got it independently for the other one. Yes. That was fun. And some Star Trek novel. Yeah, the, the art by Joe Sutphin in Watership Down. Oh, in the graphic novel. Yes. Yes. Um, But it was the book with the intro by Madeline Miller. Um, and you still have to read it. I know. Well, your aunt sort of spoiled it. She didn't actually spoil it, though, because what she said is not actually a thing in the book. No. So I don't know what she thought it was. Who uh, knows? Who knows? But um, that Watership Down, Star Trek comics. There's a new arc in Star Trek. They're on the Zenketh homeworld. Ooh. And you only ever hear of the Zenketh war. It's sort of like their first Romulan war. They didn't actually see each other. It mm. seems like. Um, and we learn that Anson Harry Kim is now a lieutenant. Oh, good for him. Getting that promotion. I mean, did I share that panel where he's like, I was an Anson for seven years mm. with the Star Trek A's? Yes, yes, I did. I am slowly working my way through the War of Kings omnibus. Oh, now that you finished the prequel. Yeah. The prelude. Yeah, the 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 prelude omnibus i'm on the main event i'm also starting my journey with conan comics from marvel in those omnibi we do love a good 
hunk in a one class. We do. Speaking um, of yes. Superman, the war world saga. Yes. I mean, I saw that cover and I'm like, it's it's Superman in a harness. And so, a loincloth. Yeah. So guess I'm gonna have to read this. Yeah. Do I read any DC comics aside from Josh Trujillo? No. Do I now? Yes. Shout out to Josh Trujillo. Yeah, doing good work on Blue Beetle. Yes. Also famous from Washington's Gate General. You should read it because that was a book that was very hard to put down. Yes. I don't think you did put it down. I did when I had to get food. Oh, but that's it. Basically. Okay. So what X Factor, we should dive in. So we mentioned this a little on the season preview. We're doing the arcs that remain. It's similar to what we used to do. Yes. So that means we have 10 episodes left of X-Factor content in rotation with everything else. So it's not disappearing quickly. We have time to enjoy the series. And I hope that everyone listening really enjoys our coverage of the series as it really bounces all over. Like the arcs are really good, but so different from one another. There's a bit of a theme. Yes. I think there I feel like there are seeds that are planted. Yes, it's marching towards a conclusion, but where things are it's a hop, skip, and a jump from each other. Yes. I would say. So we have for today issues 216, 17, 18, and 219. Yes. So for the benefit of everyone, including us, why don't we read that previously on in 216 so we know where we are? Previously, X-Factor Investigations is a detective agency operating out of New York City, owned and operated by Jimmy Madrox, a.k.a. The Multiple Man. XF is a collection of mutants, former mutants, a couple of other dimensional warriors, and a troll who joined their team as their receptionist after an escape in Las Vegas. A recent returnee, Rain Sinclair, is pregnant with a child of an Asgardian wolf god, although for a time she allowed former Flame Richter to believe he was the father of the child for reasons not relevant to this story. Also, there's a superhero named Spider-Man who acquired powers from the bite of a radioactive spider, which will be relevant, but you probably already knew that. So uh, this is them bringing in Spider-Man. Yes. For one issue. And I don't think his power acquisition is terribly relevant. No. But he's here. Okay. We'll take a Spider-Man when we can get it. Yes. So we open with a setting we haven't seen before. It is a hospital and there's a nurse and normal life. And then this blonde woman shows up. And from way back when, this is a blonde woman that Monet helped, who was having nightmares of dead children all around her. Mm. So Monet helped to get her memories back. And she knows this woman, this nurse, but the nurse does not know her. So um, the mysterious woman is like, I will be back. Okay, bye. And then we go to Monet and Shatterstar playing chess on the roof. Yeah, they're getting a little sun. I mean, hopefully they're using some sunscreen. Yes. And here for this Shatterstar. Shatterstar is just shirtless, but he's in black pants. Do you know how fucking hot that would be and on feel, a roof? And I feel like they're probably leather pants. I Yeah, leather. Not like leather made from like dead foes or something. Yeah. Yeah. He, I do like his look, though, in these Yes. Books. Um, the short hair and without that weird American gladiator helmet is doing good mm-hmm. things. 
We should say the pencils are Manuela Lupacino, Guillermo Ortega does inks, Matt Milla does colors, and it's the same team for this whole arc. Mm. And it's... Is the, it VCs, Matt Milla? No, I think it's just Matt Milla. Oh, that's colors. Oh. Uh, letterer is VCs Corey Petit. Oh, yes. Corey did a lot of the series. Maybe all of it. Yeah. He's been around on tons of issues. He's the one who established the different lettering style for Mad Rocks, I think. Oh, nice. That sounds right. And the art, I think it's a different different people than when we first started reading yes. it. But it still has that same like smooth look to it mm -hmm. that I really like. And so Shadowstar is still sort of putting the moves on Monet. He keeps losing. He thinks his he thinks his strategic mind would be helpful in chess, but mm. it, Monet is perfect, so he tries to play it off like, "Oh, I was distracted by your breasts." Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, do you, would you want Victor to hear you say that?" Mm -hmm. And he has some feelings. There was the whole like he and Victor about to have a moment, yeah. and then Rain came in and attacked him. Yes, like they uh, had their pants off. So they referenced that. And yeah, Monet is just gonna be Monet. Um, but she picks up some cars outside and it's looking like a motorcade. A motorcade pulls up to X Factor headquarters. And uh, sadly, Shadowstar has to get dressed. Yes, the lead person is like, um, the mayor is here. Yes, to Pip behind a little pineapple computer mm. and Guido, who are hanging out. And yeah, the mayor is J. Jonah Jameson, which I was not anticipating no, when I first read this. Either. And he comes in and I'm like, oh, this is the Spider-Man connection. Yeah. And it's great. And Pip, who is the aforementioned other dimensional troll, is like, uh, no, I don't know who you J. Jonah Jameson says, do you know who I am? Mm. Pip says, oh, no, it looks like an amnesia case. <laughs> Guido knows. And Pip is like, great, we've solved your mystery for you. Do you want us to charge you now or later for said services? Fair. Like, fun banter, Peter David moment. Mm -hmm. Rain, Richter, and Madrox are hanging out. In the office. In, in the inner office. In the office lunchroom. Oh. There's a sandwich, and it's not being eaten by Cyclops. <laughs> Shocking. Um... Rain is being very guarded about her time with X-Force and the things that she did when she was with Wolverine and people. Mm -hmm. Apparently it's very traumatic and she doesn't even want to poke at the suppressed memories. Mm. Fair. Will we ever read those issues? Maybe. Who knows? Layla comes in, sends Richter and Madrox in to talk to Jay Jonah and is like, Rain, we should talk just us girls and awkward yes back at the hospital this poor nurse is having a time with a vending machine and who shows up with a flamethrower it's the blonde woman who comes to a hospital with a flamethrower and like clearly has not just whipped it out of the backpack like it is already on and flaming yes and she tries to immolate the nurse but she knows the nurse from before yes and she is not burned no we don't know that quite yet well because cool. I hopped ahead because oh. I'm bad at this. Okay. So uh, back at headquarters, Madrox takes the meeting with Jay Jonah. 
Yes. And he's like, um, I want to like set up my independent business here. Yes, it's a flashback. You can tell because of the color scheme. Yeah. Um, and off they go. And he's like, okay, you can set it up, Mad Rocks, but I'm going to need a favor in the future. I'm going to cash this in. Yes. And that's why Jade Jonah is there right now. A little bit of a possibly a shoehorn. Who knows? Yeah. Um, and he's like, you see this picture? This dude was murdered. Yeah. You need to figure it out. And he was a, a buddy of mine. Yeah. And surprise in a moment of I thought Jay Joma is surprising in this episode. In this episode, my goodness, this issue for multiple reasons. This one where he's like, I'm hiring you because this is a personal matter. The taxpayer should not be paying for it. Mm. And the second moment comes up later. Meanwhile, up on the roof, Shatterstar and Monet are like, do we go down and deal with this? <laughs> and who shows up but Spider-Man? Yes. Because it's a rooftop. I did enjoy their, like, how did you get here? And he's like, I attached my rug to a passing cloud. Yeah, it's this great <laughs> moment with Shatterstar. Like, what was your line even attached to? Yeah. <laughs> like, the reader just has, I feel like, has always done the suspension of disbelief yeah. for Spider-Man's webbing. And Shatterstar just asks the question. Yeah. So... Security dot guy pops out the door, but you can see Spider-Man's Spidey sense going mm. off. So he hides behind the door. And the security guy's like, oh, there's just some sunbathers. It's yeah. Fine. Send someone up anyway. Yeah. Monet is not impressed with Spider-Man. Uh, girl, I'm the same. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Spider-Man is not my thing. He never really has been. I appreciate him. But... It like he's never been the character I'm drawn to, and I know that's so weird for someone f that grew up in the '90s when it's the animated show. I like the animated show. Yeah, but that, that was a very hunky Peter Parker in that show. I need to get that Marvel Legend. Oh, in that two pack, it's Peter Parker with like his camera and everything, and then oh. what's his name with the big traps? With the lasers that shoot out of the tentacles on his traps, like yeah, uh, Smythe. Yes. Something, my, something Smythe. Yes. Monet, That's a two-pack. I would not mind being the third. Monet reads Spider-Man for filth. Good. She's like, I'm not impressed. And she's like, why are you surprised? And she's like, you showed up right after the Fantastic Four. The obvious question was, what's Spider-Man's deal that he's hiding behind the mask when the Fantastic Four is out in the open? You have total anonymity, never having to take responsibility for anything. And Spider-Man's like, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know me. She's like, but whose fault is that? Mm. So he's like, I tried to warn you, whatever, I'm leaving. And this is like the epitome of using Spider-Man on the cover of a comic. For two pages, basically. Yep. <laughs> oh, poor Spider-Man. Also being read to filth by Daryl um so it's more the comics industry like tying a big name marvel knows if they throw spider-man or wolverine on a cover it's going to sell more copies no matter I, what like rachel maddow you can lead with this thing and then that it turned out to not actually be i don't know what that means but sure she made like a whole 
episode out of a cover page of Trump's taxes oh. and was like, this reveals so much. And we're going to reveal what it reveals shortly. And the whole episode was like that. Oh. It was not worth it. So I don't think the cable news is worth it in general. It's true. PBS is where you should go. Um, so Spider-Man. I'm a supporter of people in America. <laughs> yeah. Um, Spider-Man is like, chances are J. Jonah Jameson brought this on himself. And when I says, another thing you two have in common, and he says, ooh, touche. And Monet is left shouting off the rooftop, that's touche, you moron. <laughs> With Spider-Man just being like, whatever, as he runs away. Also, shout out to the Hercules run that was happening at the same time. Called Herc. Herc? Yes. All rainy and loincloth clad. I have that trade paper back in the library. Oh. I'll work my way to it <laughs> as I clean the floor of the library, strewn with so much shit. As you excavate your way through the dungeon. After I get this book turned in, everyone, I this is a nice, enjoyable recording break because I am so close to turning in my rough draft of the book about Stevie Nicks that I was contracted for is due at the end of January. You're so close. I have 10 days until my deadline. Ugh. So, like, even this evening, I have to do something for it. Like, every day has to be some form of writing. The break afterwards will feel so good. It will. It really will. Because they're not going to turn around edits for, like, five months. So... Yeah. And by that time, I'm going to forget everything and be like, I need to go back to my sources. Oh. I have a little system, like with the Linda Ronstead book. I have a crate oh, good. where I put everything. So that way, when edits come back, I have everything in one central place still. Oh, that is good. Yeah. We return to Rain and Layla in the lunchroom. And Layla, what a queen, getting ice cream right away. She is known for ice cream, I feel. I hope so. Remember in the previous series when they're like, the FBI was coming to raid them, and she's like, do you want some? Oh, yes. Like the SWAT team? That was fun. Yes. Her thing is ice cream, much like yours. <laughs> I do love ice cream. And Layla is calling out Rain. And so she so have with Victor and Jamie, no more lies, and especially with me. And Rain tries to be like, I don't know if I appreciate your tone. Or you were... Uh, because I can't read a Scottish no, accent. Yeah, it's Scottish. And Layla's like, "You do you think I don't know about the wedding night, about our blood on your claws? You must have good reasons for coming here with that hanging over your head. Keep them to yourself if you wish, but don't screw with me or else. I mean, it's like, or else what? And Layla says, else I'll tell you all the things you don't want to remember about your time with X-Force. Pick your poison. No more lies or too much truth. Rain says, truth hurts. Layla would have said words, but she was eating her ice cream and just says, mm-hmm. Back at the hospital, flames. Flames. Yeah. Flames like, on the sides of her face. She's like, yeah, it's okay. I knew you wouldn't burn because, bitch, I know you. You just forgot. Yeah. Flamethrower chick cracks some security guard in the mouth. Lots of blood. Mm. And... Reveals that the nurse has this like very slick onyx looking body. Yeah. It was flame proof. And so was her hair. And her face. Yeah. Um, 
surprisingly, the Crocs did not melt. They're edible, you know. Mm. And so the memories for from this nurse come rushing back. She recognizes the blonde woman, and they're like, where are we going? Omaha. No, they're in Omaha. Oh. She's like, where am I? Oh, where I? am I? And it was Omaha. Omaha. And they're headed to New York City to find their third sill. Yes. And that's the issue. Our preview is Black Cat with Banshee and Monet. So we roll right into it. We do. Um, and we meet Black Cat as an investigator. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, she's trying to get a hold of J. Jonah and points out their conversation is not on a secure line. And he's like, oh, poppycock, no one's going to listen to this. Meanwhile, Syl is totally listening to this. She's in a van, doing things, being creepy. And Jay Jonah is on his way to some sort of protest. So Syl gives them all the lowdown. They'll be there in 20. Or maybe that's just the code for knowing someone's whereabouts is the 20. And the two guards should not be an issue. Mm -hmm. So Felicia swings into action. And instead we go, we find X-Factor not in New York City, but in a Richmond cemetery in Virginia. So they're investigating the dude who got shot in the cemetery visiting his wife's grave. Yes. This is where Jay Jonah's friend was gunned down. Yeah, so they are following up on the lead that Jay, Jay Jonah gave them. Uh, with a, Longshot, Richter, Madrox, and Shatterstar. There's a rose on the grave, and we know someone who can utilize that. Seal? Yes, he kissed it, or he got kissed by it. Something. Yeah. Longshot does not need that. Kiss from a rose on the grave. Yes. Yeah. He does his psychic woo-woo thing. Where is Longshot in current comics? I mean, we won't touch on... The Krakoa-ness of it all. Yes, but like that's such a useful skill set. And we've seen Rachel do chrono skimming in the past five years. And that's about it that's near this. Yeah. That's it. Does he is he in Mojo? I don't I also don't understand Mojo World. But apparently that's where he's from. Yes. So while he does his thing, Richter and Shatterstar are chatting in the background. And Richter points out that they're very similar. They both have the eye thing. They even talk kind of similar. And Shatterstar is like, are you asking for a related? And Richard says, yeah, I guess I am. And Shatterstar starts. She's like, as a matter of fact, it's an odd story. Longshot is my bop bop. And they're interrupted by Longshot being like, I got it. And so it's Flamethrower Girl doing this, the finger guns. This is one of those little breadcrumbs. Yes. That will come to fruition eventually before X Factor ends. And didn't you say at one point it's all this speculation about what the connection is between Longshot and Shatterstar? Yes. Like it's not actually been a thing, but people talk about it. Yes. So I love that Peter David put that into the book. Yes. And so Madrox is sort of freaked out that what Longshot is seeing is right where he's standing. Mm -hmm. And they get that newfangled thing, the iPad. Yeah. out and, and starts to reconstruct her face yeah. Longshot describes it and Richter creates it I mean and it's 
I should say these books also have the nice transitions as it hops from it's location classic, to location. It's classic Peter David transitions. We're so, super smooth. So they're starting, okay, let's start with the shape of her head. And the next panel is her. Yes, and there's a riot. Yes, America for Americans, keep strangers out. Like, it's the same shit. Ew, just remind everyone in America, like, there's an election coming up and, like, don't vote for the orange one. <laughs> Though he's only going to be a dictator on day one. Yeah. I don't know how people are comfortable with that. Anyway. Yes. Um, so this, these are, like, in addition to the typical xenophobia racist bullshit yeah they're, they're it's islamophobic racist bullshit yeah but monet is like um i'm a mutant and i'm muslim so uh you have a problem with me yeah and there she is all floaty all judgy all perfect yes and jay jonah gets out and we find out that banshee is in the car it's great like <laughs> why are you here when i have two security guards with me and Teresa does the warbling thing, mm. her sonics, and like scratches J. Jonah underneath his chin like he's just a puppy dog. Oh. Which on one hand, girl, wash, good thing you have gloves on. Yeah. And the other side, like, I just appreciate that. It's a fun skill. Yes. And I'm glad that it was in X Factor. She used it on Polaris. Yes. The most recent X Factor. Yes. Which was so good. And... So now everyone arrives, and a strong guy reads the room poorly. He's like, oh, I figured we was doing the whole Spartacus thing, where we all shout out. And when he's like, no, I really am Muslim. And he's like, what? <laughs> you are? What do you mean, of course? And when he's like, my mother's Algerian. 98% of Algerians are Muslims. Do the math. Why? Do you have a problem with? And Guido's like, no. <laughs> I just thought I was wrapping my head around the whole gay thing with Richter, and now... No. Yeah. So they're both wading into this. Yeah, to diffuse the crowd. Yes. And, yeah. The crowd is just continuing to be awful. And Guido goes off on them, which is great. Monet has the good line, uh, Bad enough to be condemned for what you are, imagine being hated for what you're not. Like the whole, like, don't lump mm. us in yeah. with the bad people. And so Jay Jonah wades in. And he's trying to, like, broker some peace. Yeah. He's like, people have been saying this for forever. Like, they said about Catholics and mm. JFK and don't vote for him because he'll just be a tool of the Vatican. Like, yeah, same shit. We should know better. You should know better. Go away. And he actually does a decent thing in shutting down these protesters. Um, and they were like, we just want our country back. Also, very mega. Ugh. And J. Jonah... Saw it coming. Yeah. J. Jonah's like, funny thing, I hear that from both ends of the far... From the far ends of both sides. We want our country back. Where did it go? If neither side took it, then where? Um, and he actually goes into who took it. Me and my big white ancestors came rolling in, took it from the people who were first here, and then kidnapped people from Africa to help us build it. And now we're all worried that karma is coming back to bite us on the keister. 
Like he goes off on a whole tirade, which you wouldn't expect from J. Jonah Jameson. Absolutely not. You think he'd be right there with the red hat? Yeah. And he's trying to. Um. We can do that. Keep everyone we're afraid out. Send intruders back where they came from, or maybe put them in camps like World War II because we're afraid that they're terrorists. Or maybe, and it's a crazy idea, I know, maybe we stop treating everyone like they're the damned enemy. And the dude in the crowd is like, says the guy who hates superheroes. And Jay Jonah points out, says the guy who believes that actions have consequences and that there's rules of law that, that should protect everyone, even the people we don't like. Like, very surprising. Yeah. So. Meanwhile, back at the cemetery, they figure out the picture of the woman. That's her exactly. And they transmit it off to Monet, Strong Guy, and Siren. So, like, yep. here's who you need to be looking out for. If he shot J. Jonah's friend, he might be. she might be coming after J. Jonah. And Richard tries to go back to the original conversation with Shatterstar of... You were about to tell us how you're related. And Jester just blows it off like, oh, that. I was just kidding. With a very... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, there's a look. I don't actually have any connection to Longshot. And like the next panel is Longshot looking sneakily over his shoulder. Yes. None at all. Back in New York, we get Black Cat back again. Yep. She's here. She's on the rooftop. She and the sniper formerly known as a nurse staked at the same rooftop and there's a brief battle her name is rocky yes short rococo rococo but you can't call her coco because she'll shoot you yes and she's a lot stronger she throws black cat into a chimney the fight is not terribly long yeah it's a thing um black cat is left handcuffed as Rococo lines up a shot. She's going to snipe. J. Jonah, if needed. And Banshee in the crowd gets the beep beep and the face. And then the face is right there. And she's about to do her little finger guns. And there's a shree. Yeah. Thank goodness for Teresa being like, I don't have time for, to like to get over there. I'm just yep. going to sonic them all. Um, but finger guns uh, catch someone right in the chest. Yeah. Uh, Siren is taken out, or Banshee is taken out by the police who think she's actually attacking. Mone and Guido get there, and there's a blam. And Strong Guy gets shot in the chest. Yep. It's not great. Monet screams Guido. And Rococo says, Sil, ballistique. It's like ballistic, but with yeah. a Q-U-E at the end to make it fancy. fancy. Yeah. Uh, it's like ballistique mix, mist, so I'm on it. And, and Jay Jumison is in the crosshair. Is... Yes. Cliffhanger of an issue. Yes. 218 opens up with the normal rundown of previously on, but also a notice that X Factor got a Glad Media Award. Oh. Which I think is really cool. It's true. For its depiction of 
Gays and lesbians in comics. Yeah. Shadowstar and Richter would express their appreciation, but are too busy celebrating. Yay. Yes. So we pick right up. I definitely sped over that because I was very concerned for Guido. Oh, fair. As is Monet. Yes. And his text is getting very small. Like, this isn't very good. And to no shape to do anything or go anywhere. And Rococo is about to take the shot, but Black Cat comes back. Still handcuffed. But she does that thingy where you loop the handcuffs over the bad person's yeah. head. And the fight just keeps going. Can't keep a Black Cat in handcuffs. No. She snaps out of them. She's like, oh, look, they opened. Oh, look, the cuffs broke off. <laughs> bad luck for you. I didn't realize that she had bad luck as, like, her motif. Oh, a black cat. I could see her. This context makes sense of like giving bad luck to other people. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, back on the ground, ballistic. I don't know any other way of saying it than that. Ballistic. Ballistic you. Like Bal- a barbecue. Ballistic you. Ballistic you. Is doing some blam, blam, blams. Monet is just going to like, I will kill you. And somehow she stops the bullet. That's coming out. I don't didn't think Monet had telekinetic mm. power. So I don't know. She has every power. Sort of. That's why they don't really use her anymore. <laughs> because she's too perfect. Yes. <laughs> um, she stops the bullet and flings it back at Ballistic U. Yes, Ballistic U. You can get that from the DQ grill and chill. Yeah. There's some blood splatter. Monet goes back to Guido. And in the background, you can see the wound healing. And she's about to take the shot. And Teresa on the ground from all these cops. It's like, Monet, behind. Oh, hell with it. And Shree's ballista barbecue into a subway entrance. She's like, tumble down. Bye. Bye, bish. Meanwhile, on the rooftop, things are looking better for Black Cat. She does a taser thingy to Rococo. It is not. It needs some work, Mm. was the feedback that Black Cat gets. And all of a sudden, these robots come. Who knew that there were robots protecting New York? I mean, probably people who are reading these comics at the time. Yeah, like, were they causing trouble for Spider-Man and Black Cat? Maybe. Who knows? Uh, so the robots come. Syl comes out of her van. From the van down by the river. Yes. And creates an EMP which fries the robots. So the robots would then crash into people. Saved by Monet. She got two. Guido catches the other one. He gets but up for it. He's not doing good. He got it. I dot dot dot. And his heart is not great. No. Not the heart. There's also an, not now. There's also an ad for it. Thor. Thor Slurpee is. I would slurp Thor. <laughs> it was it's weird thinking that Thor was coming out at this time. I know. I associate this with like very early 2000s instead yeah. of like in the midst mid. of the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. We're old. MCU is also old. Yeah. 16 years old. Ugh. Yeah, it can drive. There was that meme about how from where we are to Star Trek Voyager is the same that 
from when Star Trek Voyager came out to the original series, yep. I've never felt so attacked. Yeah, it's sad. So bad. Also so bad, uh, Guido's heart, which is why Monet is flying him to a hospital. And he's like, I love you. And she's like, what do you say? And he's like, never mind. Feel... Real sad boy times where he's like finally admitting that he loves her. And she's like, sure, I love you too. And he's like, no, I mean, really? Oh, never mind. It's not important. And then she looks off to the side and is crying. And it's such a moment. It is. Such a moment. Also, other weird ads in here. Yeah. Lots of ads for like... The... UFC action figures because UFC was a big thing. Mm -hmm. There's big shots with Punisher, Moon Knight, and Daredevil. Like the street level crossover event. There's Fear Itself, which is like... All sorts of Avengers. Yeah. Thor and Captain America specifically are listed. I, I don't need it. Yeah. So Black Hat sees them flying off. And... She mutters to herself, well, the teasing wasn't the point. I put a tracker on her. And who should arrive but the rest of X-Factor? Well, back at their headquarters. Mm. Um, because Black Hat has since leapt off the roof in pursuit. So Rain is there to greet them. She's like, it's Guido. Very tearful. Meanwhile, in the creeper van... The three of them are back together, and Syl, who has, like, EM powers, mm. it turns out, like, big, by creating that EM pulse, and she can detect that there's a tracer on Rococo. And she's like, why don't we turn that into our advantage? We can frame Black Cat for this murder that we're about to be doing. Yeah. So, back in the hospital, everyone's freaking out. Teresa even prayed for Guido. And the doctor comes out. It's like, I'm so sorry. We did everything we could. The damage and his heart, it was just too much. I'm so sorry. And the strong guy died. Yeah. He dead. Yep. All right, Pete Guido. And then there's a pager and they go into his room. Beep, 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 beep. And he's like, hello. <laughs> Elvis says hi. Andy Kaufman too. A bummer. I thought for sure he faked it. Doctor's like, this is nothing to joke about. How is your wound healed? And as long as like, what can I tell you? It's like my mom used to say, bless my soul, it's a miracle. But we also see Layla Miller lurking behind a door. Mm -hmm. And so we know what happened. He actually died. She used her powers of resurrection. But we know... Yeah, what happened? There's a consequence, and it will come into play not in this episode, no, but in the future. Because when Layla brings something back, she brings it back without a soul. Yes. All right, two nineteen, the last issue for this episode. Yeah. Um, there is a fun fact: Peter David wandered around WonderCon in San Fran for two solid days, and not a single person recognized him. Why? Because he was dressed as the Green Hornet. I don't know what that means. A, a DC character. We don't know them. Oh. Or possibly obscure. Who knows? Green Hornet? Not really obscure. Oh. That's how I feel what he meant by recognized either him as Peter David or him as the person he was dressed up I as. I think him as Peter David. We open with Black Cat driving a very flashy car with some sunglasses. And she's tracing 
Rococo and she's like, oh, cursed mosquito. Oh, crap. It's a tranquilizer thing. Mm -hmm. Crashes into a fence and it's just a cow. So luckily her car stopped right before she mm -hmm. hit the cow. And Sil is like, wow, cut in disguise she's got there. Sunglasses, a coat. I had never figured out it was the black cat. And they got her. Yep. Back at City Hall, J. Jonah's wondering where Felicia went off to. And X Factor, they were supposed to be guarding me. <laughs> And the person behind is like, to be fair, sir, they're dealing with one of their people who got shot. And Jay Jonah is like, fair? Who said anything about life being fair? That's very in character for him. Yes. And he goes, <laughs> he gets whooshed upwards. Mm -hmm. It was very, one of the, whoever the new Phoenix is grabbing Sinister during that wonderful event that we mm -hmm. read that had no consequences. Sins of Sinister? Yes. Yes. With the axe. Oh, you mean Avengers X-Men Eternals. Yes, when Phoenix Judgment Day. whisks Sinister up. It's Monet. And the title is one is Lies, Damned Lies. And she wants the truth out of J. Jonah. Um, he's like, put me down, you work for me. And she's like, I'm I pay taxes. You work <laughs> for me. We're even. And I warned you, I said there was something going on that you weren't telling us and that I'd rip it out of your mind if I had to. Well, now we're going to have a meeting of the minds. And so she puts him down with Madrox and Teresa. And they keep trying to get the full story out of J. Jonah. And they're pushing him hard. And so he finally reveals that this guy... Uh, saved Jay Jonah's life. That's why he was connected to him and he led a black ops program. He called it SCARS, Strategic Capture and Retrieval, a cybernetic update of the Super Soldier program. A guy named Young Su Pak came up with it, but the, Brian, the guy who was shot, couldn't get the funding for it. So he came to me and Jay Jonah bankrolled it. So there's the connection. That's why all this is happening. Yes, big reveal. J. Jonah black or bank rolling some black op mm -hmm. things with some sketchy people. So now they're trying to figure out who this doctor is, this young Sue Pak who created them. They could be targeting this new guy. And J. Jonah finally is like, I'll get you the picture. Yeah. Now they have a name, they can search the FBI database. Monet is still very close to ripping it out of Jay Jonah's head. So they send it over to Richter, um, who's also currently trying to work on ballistic barbecue. Mm. Can't find anything on her. So uh, Siren, I keep calling her Siren. It's Banshee. Yes. Uh, does the woo-woo. I love the little notes next to her <laughs> text about text bubbles like how do you make your hair stand up like that yeah. and jay john is like i got hit by lightning twice as a kid banshee's like that explains a lot yep. back at the hospital layla tries talking to guido who is there for observation mm -hmm. such a miraculous recovery they need to do more tests and things but he's feeling just fine 
like a weight's been lifted that he didn't even know was there. And Layla's very tearful. She swears she'll fix it. She couldn't let you. Thought that at least you'd still... And it'll give me time to figure it out. And just runs out the door saying she's sorry. Mm. Guido is just very confused. Back at headquarters, uh, Monet is not taking crap from anyone. She's like, we got the picture. Shows it to Shatterstar, who's ready to teleport. And they're like, we don't need to wait for Madrox and Banshee. Uh, I don't give a damn what Madrox wants. I want her head now. Are you in, Star? He's absolutely. And who else is in? Longshot and Rain. Longshot, who has no clue what they're talking about. Mm. And so until Rain says, going after the bitch that shot Guido. And then Longshot's like, yes, definitely in. And uh, then we cut to a barn, a hayloft. Yeah, and rolling the, in the hay is yeah, Black Cat. Black Cat is chained up now, just wrapped in chains. That's that's how that's the only movement she can do is she can roll. Yes. Um, also, but shout out to the fun Longshot being a dumb blonde moment. Hmm. I just like it when it's sprinkled in. And then Pac is has a noose around his neck because these women are like, oh. After it's your turn, after you did this to us, you said that Rocky and Noel were dead. That's what you told me. And he explains that the process for their cybernetics was great with her. Still came out just fine. The other, the other two, two, not so much. Yeah. So they did whatever they wanted as an opportunity to kill and keep killing. And to rein them in, they wiped their memories, gave them new identities, which is why one was a nurse and yep. one just had the bad dreams. And it uh, didn't work, doctor. Nope, not at all. And so, yeah, they are plotting. Do we do this for suicide? Do How are we doing this to frame Black Cat? And so it's just like... We'll figure it out. You'll have quite the posthumous re reputation, Doc. Some, we'll come up with something salacious. Mm. Pushes him off, and whoosh, 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 one of Longshot's knives saves him. He just lands in the hay. And Mandrox's like, little green thought mm -hmm. bubbles are like, timing is, I can't really blame them. Their timing was impeccable, which is very true. Yeah. And they show up. We have a nice hero shot on the page. Yeah. Monet has busted that door down. And Lanchot has his knives out. Rain is developing some nice claws. I thought that was an ear, but it's just hair. Oh. Shadowstar has his swords. And yeah. They're all... Shadowstar is just quoting some westerns as he charges yeah. in. So Monet fle frees Black Cat, who then just collides with Longshot, and it's embarrassing. <laughs> Monet, will you people get it together? It's embarrassing. Would say embarrassing, but then she got shot by Ballistic Barbecue. Mm. And my little cyber bullets can kill anything. Until Rain gets over there, does some slashy slash. She's in wolf form. And... Ballistic Q tries to shoot her and is like, oh, 
What part of gods did you not understand? Like the one that made me invulnerable so long as I carry his baby in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> Just my belly. Moment of the week. <laughs> my belly. And there's some ballistic barbecue gets a slap on rain, but is magically transported to a desert. And Monet's like, we're in your head. I wouldn't normally be able to do this, but I you let me in once, and here we are. What can't? Go ahead, tell me I can't. It'll be funny. I will laugh like this. Ha ha. And just buries her. Yeah, buries her in the sand mentally. And she's like, I may not be able to beat you physically in the physical world, but I am going to bury you so deep mentally that you will your healing factor, whatever is when, keeping you alive, is not going to be able to save you from this. It doesn't matter. Like you can heal all you want. Yep. Like you're not she's never waking up. Um so Monet explains the Shatterstar, buried her consciousness. Somehow the whole barn is aflame. Because of course it is. Yeah, of course it's a fire. And the other two escape. Uh, the others are in pursuit. And that's when Black Cat and Longshot are like, oh, our luck powers are canceling each other mm. out. And they get everyone out of the barn. They ask if she's dead. And they say, no. Um, and the bad guy is like, stop them. Stop them for good so they won't. And Monet just goes off. Won't what? Kill you for messing with their minds? Destroying their lives? We were hired to catch Ryan's killer. We did that. Job's over. And besides, they're probably too far away. I could never catch them. And Madrox closes it out with, like I said, everybody lies. To our friends, to our enemies, and to ourselves. That's the end of the arc. Yeah. Weedo died. Weedo died. Came back to life. Monet kicked ass yes rough few issues though for her being put through the ringer like that yeah it was fun to revisit these yeah i forgot about i mean it's not my favorite arc but yeah it's I'm... x factor doing x factor good things yes like everyone got their time to shine we got that constant reminder that rain has a baby in my belly <laughs> yeah it was a good place to catch up i feel yes for the relaunching of our X Factor coverage. Yes, there were some cameos. Black Hat Cat was featured much more prominently. Yes, than Spider Man or even J. Jonah. Yeah, I kind of like Black Cat. Yeah. I had read a few issues during the King in Black. Oh, yeah. I didn't make it very far into that event. Yeah, you tried. I think it's still in Saved in Marvel Limited. I think it is. Like, you really wanted to be like, okay. I'm going to catch up and read all these Marvel comics for this big event because it was happening during Black Knight and the Hurt um, issues. Yeah. With Dane Whitman and Jax. Yes. But yeah. All right. Well, we'll pick up with the next arc with our next X Factor episode. Yeah. Dear listener, let us know what you thought about this arc. Do you also have the same feelings about cameos as Daryl? <laughs> Do you also just want to take a nap like Asta? Let us know. Yes. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Catch us on Instagram at X Factor Files Podcast. And we will talk to you next time. Stay safe. Stay warm. Bye.